This is the Data Privacy Detective, and it's May 24, 2019. It's about a year uh, since the GDPR came into effect, and everybody was talking about Europe, but today we're going to talk about more the United States. Uh, and I couldn't have a better person to talk to us about uh, some hot topics and what's developing in the United States than Melissa Kern. Melissa, good morning. Good morning. Uh, Melissa, now you're the uh, co-chair of the Privacy and Data Security team at at Frost Brown Todd, and that's about a 500 lawyer law firm uh, with offices scattered around uh, the United States, and I'm sure you've been very busy. We've been really busy. It's hard to believe it's been almost a year since the GDPR went into effect. But, but it's not like America's been silent, and so, uh, let, you know, I'll tell you what, let's start with California. I think a lot of our listeners are familiar with the new acronym CCPA, uh, California's new uh, law in the data privacy field. Um, but it, quite interesting, I think you, uh, you, you've been following a, a recent Senate uh, action that actually refused to do something out in California. What was that? Right. So um, there are a lot of amendments relating to the CCPA that are, that are in uh, process, and one of the most watched ones was Senate Bill 561, which would have amended the CCPA to allow uh, consumers to bring individual suits against companies for any violation of the CCPA. Could have been a class action or just an individual lawsuit. Right. So right now, um, they do have a very limited right to bring suits, but it's only for certain data breaches, and this would have expanded that. Okay. So there are some rights, and, and, the, and the law doesn't kick into effect until next year, I think, 2020? Right. January 1st, 2020. Uh, the Attorney General will not enforce it till July 1st, 2020. Okay, so about that time, uh, a person who has been part of a data breach actually has some limited rights to file a lawsuit, but otherwise not? Right, and so this uh, bill was seen as a compromise. Um, the, the Attorney General has indicated that he's not real excited about um, enforcing it, and right now all the enforcement responsibilities fall onto him. Um, he's also required to give, um, respond to questions um, about uh, the bill. This one would just um, obligated him to provide general guidance, not respond to questions uh, submitted to him. And um, in turn, individual consumers um, would have been able to uh, have a broader individual right of action. And California, of course, is home to some of the great technology companies of, of the world, really, certainly of America, and it looks like a win for them. It, this is definitely thought of as a win for them. Well, we'll see how other states respond. You know, uh, maybe Nebraska doesn't have as many tech companies. Right. Maybe they'll do something different. We'll see. But this is interesting, and, and maybe it's part of the fact we don't have one national law about data privacy. And, and so let's talk about a second development, and that involves the network advertising initiative. And, and what is that? So, right. So, um, the network advertising initiative is basically a, a nonprofit self-regulatory um, organization that many ad tech uh, companies belong to. They have a set of principles that they require their members to adhere to relating to data collection and, and use. So this is a self-regulatory organization, not part of government. Right, right. And the whole point, I think, mm -hmm. is to cut off, you know, government regulation by, you know, doing a good job policing themselves. Well, that's part of the American scene, isn't it? That if, if the members of a trade organization act well together and enforce their own laws, maybe government will be a little less uh, likely to come in and do it directly. That absolutely seems to be the American way, or historically has been the American way. 
Well, there are a couple of interesting things there. They've come out with a new code to come into effect in 2020. Right. So um, this is interesting because, um, you know, all their members have to adhere to a, a code of conduct. And this has seen um, as, as a major update to it, probably in response to some of the things we've seen out there, um, the, uh, you know, misuse of, of data. So it is, um, it's calculated to uh, put some more obligations on on uh, their members with respect to collection and use of data. Yeah, one of them I thought was interesting was uh, location data. Now, we we all use it, you know, you want to get right. from here to there in your automobile and, and you, you, you're, you're on GPS and, and if anybody else is listening or looking at you, they know exactly where you are and where you're going. Right. So location data and, and what would this new code have to do with location data? Right, so um, this new update would require opt-in consent uh, for real-time use of location data. Um, interestingly, it also requires opt-in consent when collecting sensor information from devices such as microphones, cameras, and, and other biometric sensors. And with opt-in consent, we mean that there has to be some real action by the individual to say, okay, I consent to this being used. Right. And that's different from what we see in a lot of devices where it's sort of built into the device and a lot of people don't even know they could change their setting. But, yeah. but this is going to require, it seems, some kind of definite action by people to allow their location data to be shared. Right. And I think, you know, this is the way the wind is blowing. So um, there's been a lot of fairly newsworthy stories with um, a collection of this type data without consumer knowledge or consent. And there's been a lot, an outcry on this. So this is, you know, they're getting their house in order. Well, speaking of things uh, that uh, people didn't know were happening, uh, WhatsApp had an inter interesting uh, incident uh, recently, an announcement didn't it? Right, right. So um, it looks like they discovered a security vulnerability that permits spyware to be installed on user phones via telephone calls. And I understand you were impacted by Well, that. yeah, I've used WhatsApp uh, internationally quite a bit. And uh, uh, when I heard about this, I went in immediately to try to update it. It said, oh, do an update and you won't have any problem. It took about three days before I actually could update it. Wow. But I've now done that. I hope it's covered. <laughs> But this is really curious, isn't it? Because this is one where I didn't get, uh, I didn't do anything. I wasn't fished. I, I, as far as I know, I wasn't hacked. It, it, it's just a kind of silent invasion of, of uh, my iPhone when I'm on WhatsApp. That's what seems to have happened. Wow. <laughs> yeah, it's quite interesting. Well, I hope the update works. We'll see. And then here's another one, uh, facial recognition. Now, th this is... Uh, uh, I think San Francisco was the first city to do something about it. What what have we learned? Right. So this was was newsworthy <clears throat> in that San Francisco approved the Stop Secret Surveillance Ordinance, um, which was an ordinance that banned the use of fa facial recognition technology uh, deployed by their city agencies, which interestingly includes the police. Now, what's facial recognition? I mean, if, if there's a crime, you know, we all know the lineup, and there's six people, and you know, do you get recognized? I mean, that's going to continue. I'm sure that's not illegal now in San Francisco. But what, so, so, what is facial recognition technology? I think that's what the ordinance is about, right? What is it? Right. So for this this act, they define find it as automated or semi-automated process that assists in the identification or verification of an individual um, based upon um, his face. So, 
Let's have, so let's say uh, there's a ball game and uh, there are 30,000 people in the stands and there's a camera going on there. So this is technology that would say, hey, we're looking for a particular person. And just by the way their face is, they might find that person. That's is that right. the idea? I think that's right. Yeah. Okay. And as far as we know, this is the first city to adopt an ordinance. Uh, no federal law about this? Uh, no, there's no federal law on this, but there's definitely interest uh, from a federal level in use of this technology. It does appear that other cities are looking into similar regulations, including Oakland and Somerville, Massachusetts. It Somerville's is just north of Harvard, uh, the Harvard okay. campus, so I can understand why that yeah. might be. Uh, San Francisco just got there first. Uh, very good. Well, we'll see how that moves across the country, maybe the world. Uh, might be quite different in China, where this is part of a surveillance society. Uh, we would we would say in China, uh, China would say to have order in society. Uh, interesting issues at stake here. One last thing, maybe we'll touch on, and uh, and that is a, a recent Google initiative having to do with its Chrome browser. Uh, what what happened there, right. Melissa? So as you know, Google's kind of taken a beating from a privacy uh, perspective, and so it looks like they're going to update their Chrome. Um, uh, browser. Um, we don't know quite what it's going to look like, but it's probably going to be some sort of dashboard that provides users more information about the cookies that are tracking them mm -hmm. and options actually to fend off uh, third-party tracking cookies. Um, and so it will largely probably impact, um, you know, for-profit um, ad tech companies who now consumers will have the ability to, through the browser, disable a lot of the tracking that they do. Yeah, this is good. And of course, cookies aren't good or bad. They're they're devices. They're tools. Really, is a better way to say it. And uh, you know, one of the classic ones is eventually when you go into your grocery store, it'll say, "By the way, there's an ad on uh, Oreo cookies over here. You can save a dollar." This kind of thing. But they need to know you're there, right? right That's right. the idea. And right. you're saying in Google Chrome, at least, you can turn that off and say, "No, I know what I want. I, right, right, <laughs> I don't right. want to be tracked." I did read something that said that, that I thought was interesting. They said, um, you know, cookies really are kind of waning a little bit in that um, you know people are doing things less and their browsers and more on their devices which through non-browser apps um, so it may not have this may not be as significant as it would have been a couple of years ago before we were so you know focused on apps. so cookie oriented right it is very cookie oriented very interesting so technology continues to evolve well Melissa thanks very much a really great update on, on five very interesting things and as always I'll conclude by saying uh, protecting your personal data begins with you. Thanks very much, Melissa, for joining well, us. Thanks for having me today. Our pleasure.